Welcome to the Your Mental Restoration Podcast, where I'll show you how to take small steps towards your own mental restoration. I'm Alex, founder and owner of YourMentalRestoration.com, a one-stop shop for mental wellness and self-care, where you will find a relatable blog, self-care subscription boxes, this podcast, and my recently published book, Adulting Well. Today, we're going to take a look at caffeine, a spinoff of last podcast where we talked about sugar. So hopefully you were able to listen to that one. If not, go back. It's the most recent episode. I believe it was episode nine. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about caffeine and its effect on mental health. In no way am I saying that this is a podcast against caffeine. It is a podcast about awareness, um, self-awareness, and your experiences with caffeine. Because for some people, it is problematic, and for some people, it is not. Caffeine is the number one utilized um, mind-altering substance on the planet, if you take a look at it as an over, a legal over-the-counter drug. Um, it is considered to be a mind-altering substance, um, but we don't really put a lot of thought into how it impacts mental health. Right? I like coffee just as much as the next person, especially some cold brew iced coffee. You know, a little splash of creamer, delicious. Um, I'm not innocent, right? I do treat myself to coffee a few times a week, but I'm also very aware of the effects, which is why I try to limit my consumption and I take pretty strict efforts to avoid any excess consumption of caffeine. Caffeine is a stimulant. In studies, repeated, peer-reviewed, It has been found to increase anxiety, cause sleep disturbances, and can lead to mania if you're prone to episodes of depression and mania. For most people, if they drink too much caffeine, you'll know because there's going to be restlessness, agitation, excitability, rambling thoughts and rapid speech, insomnia, right? For those with psychiatric diagnoses, it exacerbates it even more. Um, There can even be psychotic episodes, which is uncommon, but we want to know, like, it can actually be significantly problematic. In our culture, it's not uncommon to grab a cup of coffee in the morning when you want to get started or midday when you want a little bit of a energy or mood boost, but we want to pay attention, just as with sugar, to the problematic crashes that might follow and its effect on your anxiety. Low doses of caffeine are not bad. In fact, low doses have been found to improve cognitive functioning and improve mood. But it can be really common for dependence to occur if somebody relies on caffeine every morning. And you probably have noticed that if you are a morning coffee drinker, you really feel like you need two or three cups in the morning to get going. It might have been only one cup initially. Um, Caffeine withdrawal happens. Absolutely. If you have to stop drinking caffeine cold turkey, and that's going to lead to fatigue, headaches, irritability, and depressive symptoms. 
So when we're ingesting it, we can get anxious. When we stop ingesting it, we can get depressed. I think you can see why this might be a problem if you have too much caffeine on a regular basis. So we have to take a look at like how much is too much. Um, generally speaking, the FDA has released a statement on this that approximately four cups of coffee per day is the maximum. Now that can look different, obviously, if you're drinking soda or having caffeine in other forms. Um, but in general, we don't really want to go above the amount of coffee that would be in four cups of coffee, which varies, but we're talking around 400 milligrams. If you drink coffee and it's decaf, you need to know that it still has caffeine in it. Um, there are also a whole slew of caffeinated products that are kind of out there now. Um, I've seen caffeinated water flavors, caffeinated candy, caffeinated gum, um, and that's, uh, you know, it's going to start to add up, right? If you're already an anxious person or you're seeking treatment for anything related to anxiety, such as sleep problems, impulse control problems, bipolar disorder, I would really caution you um, from drinking multiple caffeinated drinks a day because that can put fuel on the fire, right? Uh, it's my personal belief that minors do not need to be drinking coffee or caffeinated beverages. Um, and again, I mentioned this with sugar, but that's tough because they don't have impulse control. So the parents are going to need to really put some contingencies in place to limit the amount of caffeine. Um, as their brains are developing, we don't want to flood them with the chemicals that are going to cause them to have more anxiety. Caffeine does closely resemble a I'm going to say it wrong. Adenosine, a neuro, it's a neurotransmitter um, that does have, like we said, the stimulant effects. It's very similar um, to, you know, unfortunately drugs, like the effect would be similar to drugs that we find like um, cocaine and whatnot, obviously on a lower spectrum. But when we run out of it, it causes a lot of drowsiness, a lot of mood swings, a lot of fatigue. And in the growing brain, you know, there's question about whether or not that can cause long-term effects. So long-term dependence on caffeine to have enough energy or long-term dependence on caffeine to regulate the mood. Certainly, we don't want young people to be experiencing the overconsumption side effects. Overconsumption side effects are insomnia, um, jitters, which for a very young person, they will not understand the jitters and it can scare them. That can cause actually uh, a really scary experience in their body. Uh, anxiety, rapid heart rate, stomach upset, nausea, headaches, and feelings of unhappiness because of the symptoms. So there's un it is unlikely that there's going to be serious health concerns from caffeine aside from those uncomfortable side effects that I mentioned before. Um, but we want to teach ourselves, kids, teens, and the young adults in our lives to stop reaching for quick fixes and start learning healthier coping mechanisms. This dependence on quick fixes can have really, really risky implications later on. Things like drugs, promiscuity, risk-taking behaviors where we collectively are kind of always looking for the next best thing. 
Um, I thought of that when I recently saw that Coca-Cola has released a Coke slash coffee beverage. Like we're, com we're combining the two and they're both already um, highly caffeinated and, and Coke is already high sugar. So that's all I wanted to say about caffeine. I ask you to be aware, to be curious, to be non-judgmental with yourself. If you are somebody that drinks a lot of coffee, just stop and think if you feel like decreasing or increasing would be better for you. Thanks for listening.